Good morning, world. Good morning, world media. Good morning, Anchor FM and Spotify. I am Drake Wise, Drake Wise Concubine. And today is basically 9.51 in the a.m. And it's Monday. And the date is the 24th, August. And the year is basically 2020. I want to talk... And basically, I'm going to talk about the breaking news what's going on in the world today. Breaking news about Donald Trump, um, about that. Um, talk about Dr. Anthony, um, Dr. Fauci, breaking news about that. Then I want to talk about uh, these, these um, rappers, rappers, 50 Cent and uh, Rick Ross, about 50 Cent lost a case um he lost the uh, in the club case that he tried to sue Rick Ross for a uh, particular music lawsuit I want to talk about that so I'm going to explain I'm going to explain first I'm going to do a little different different today I'm going to do I'm going to talk my I'll talk my opinion when it comes to the breaking news and at the very end of the show I'm going to go along with the, this particular Anchor FM podcast topic you just a little nigga Excuse me, you're just a little nigger. What does that mean? What does little nigger mean? You're just a little nigger. That's today's Anchor FM podcast. You're just a little nigger. Uh, so, I will talk more about that at the very end of the show on my thoughts on you just a little nigger. What is a little nigger? You know, at the very end of the show. So, follow me on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. They see... Me live, I do live exercises, also my live uh, Facebook streaming called After Dark, After Dark, live stream on Facebook, I go live on my uh, Facebook called After Dark, uh, I did a live about After Dark, After Dark called a particular topic on After Dark, WAP, check that out on my Facebook, Jarrell uh, um, Lucian, follow me on my new Instagram account, which I got a few subscribers. Uh, uh, followers on my Instagram because I just started. I don't really build Instagram like that. It's up there, so you just look at it, like it, comment, follow, whatever. My, my Instagram account, Jarrell Lucian. Jarrell uh, Lucian number seven. My YouTube channel, I'm going to get to that. Uh, I do exercise videos on my YouTube channel called Jarrell Lucian. Like, share, and subscribe to that too. Email me if you have any, any questions. Any, any questions. I will answer to the best of my ability. You could DM me on, um, you know, Jarrell Lucian. Email me at um, Lucian, um, Lucian, Jarrell number seven at gmail.com. Donate to the show at Anchor FM, Dre Wise County, where to the show or cash at me. Your choice. And I will gladly accept your donations. Um, my cash app is basically is dollar sign Lucian Jarrell number seven. So, stay tuned and all that. Good morning to you, world. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dre Wise, my name. The one and only Dre Wise. So, stay tuned. Enjoy the show. Add your reply what you think of the show. Follow me on my Facebook account where I do live, 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 live exercise. Or live doing exercise. Or live having topics, discussions, all that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my new Instagram account that is 
Real Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify for myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my uh, Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Real Lucian number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a thing called multitasking. That is, uh, my YouTube channel is Jarrell Lucian. I exercise, uh, boxing, sparring, all that. Overall, on my Jarrell Lucian. Also, donate, 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 donate. And I gladly answer if you DM me at Jarrellution, that's my Facebook message. Or email me instantly, instantly, instantly. My email is at JarrellLution7 at gmail.com. Number seven at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, bro. Stay tuned. I've been boxing with my demons to my knuckles turn, bro. On the eve of his convention, I'm pleased to make a truly historic announcement. The president announced a new step for a coronavirus treatment, a temporary emergency use authorization for convalescent plasma taken from recovered patients' blood for others hospitalized with COVID. This is a uh, powerful therapy that transfuses very, very strong antibodies. Joined by the head of the FDA, this decision comes after internal scientific debate over whether the FDA had enough data. And after the president accused FDA staff on Twitter of delaying action until after the election. There might have been a holdup, but we broke the logjam over the last uh, week. It's my opinion, a very strong opinion, and that's for political reasons. This has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with life and death. By adding a rare Sunday night news conference, the president can try to distract from the negative portrait revealed by secret audio recordings of his older sister, retired federal judge, Marianne Trump Barry. Donald's out for Donald, period. First reported by the Washington Post, NBC News has now also obtained some of the 15 hours of recordings made in 2018 and 19 by Trump niece and tell-all author Mary Trump. He has no principles. I'm none. None. And his base, I mean, my God, if you're a religious person, you want to help people. Not do this. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows reacted to the Trump family drama. And this is politics as usual by by uh, uh, a niece that uh, was written out of a will that would apparently uh, just has a, an axe to grind because she wants Joe Biden to be president. The Republican National Convention begins tomorrow with the president expected to participate across all four nights. Kate? 
Kelly O'Donnell, thank you. Let's get some more context now on that emergency authorization for convalescent plasma treatment. We turn to our senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Okay, Dr. John, earlier this month, Dr. Anthony Fauci argued against rushing this to patients. What were his concerns? Okay, Dr. Fauci's big concern is that we don't have enough information to know if convalescent plasma, which is rich in coronavirus antibodies, actually works. Now, although the administration cites examples of how it seems to have helped some patients, we are still waiting on clinical trials, which we need to prove its overall effectiveness. Is there any downside to giving patients this plasma this way? Researchers don't believe plasma use is harmful for most patients and likely has some positive effects, but experts are concerned it'll be harder to prove its effectiveness now since patients are less likely to want to participate in a research trial where they may end up getting a placebo. This action means that instead, they can now just request a treatment. To politics and President Trump's response this morning to a report of a secret recording in which his own sister reportedly says the president has no principles and simply cannot be trusted. The story first appeared in The Washington Post and ABC's Rachel Scott is in Washington with much more. Rachel, good morning to you. Dan, good morning. This newly released audio comes just hours before the Republican National Convention is set to kick off. The president's own sister reportedly describing him as a cruel, phony liar who cannot be trusted. This morning, the scathing rebuke of President Trump, reportedly from his own sister, describing him as a phony and a liar who only cares about himself. The change of stories, a lack of preparation, the lying, the holy what they're doing with the kids at the border. In this audio obtained by the Washington Post, Mary Ann Trumberry allegedly says the president cannot be trusted, saying her brother has no principles, none. Donald's out for Donald, period. And taking aim at his controversial zero-tolerance immigration policy, claiming all he wants to do is appeal to his base. At another point saying... It's the phoniness and this cruelty. Donald is cruel. The reported 15 hours of conversation have not been verified by ABC News. The Post reports it was secretly recorded by the president's niece, Mary Trump, in 2018 and 2019. Her recent book accuses the president of practicing cheating as a way of life. You do have one potentially explosive allegation in the book, at least one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you write that uh, when the president was trying to transfer from Fordham to Penn, mm-hmm. he had someone else, a man named Joe Shapiro, mm-hmm. take his SATs. Yes. This was 1964. How do you know that? Um, I've been told this by people in my family. I am absolutely confident that it's true. The audio appears to reveal that Mary Ann Trump Berry was one of those relatives. He was a brat. And he went to Fordham for one year, and then he got into University of Pennsylvania. I guess he had somebody to take his exams. No way. And he had somebody to take his entrance exams? SATs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's what I believe. In a statement, a spokesperson for Mary Trump says she felt it prudent to tape conversations in order to protect herself, anticipating litigation over a family inheritance dispute. Barry, a retired federal judge and the eldest sister of the president, has never spoken out publicly against her brother. The Trump family 
rift now deepening just days after the president held a funeral service for his late brother Robert at the White House. President Trump has responded in a statement to ABC News saying, quote, every day is something else. Who cares? I miss my brother and I'll continue to work hard for the American people. Not everyone agrees, but the results are obvious. Our country will soon be stronger than ever before. And the White House has previously called that SAT allegation absurd and completely false. First off, Donald Trump, our U.S. of A president, Donald Trump, I'll see Donald Trump. He's a very, very rich, wealthy of a man. Donald Trump, our president, his, his actions, his, his way of doing things in the office is more political. To me, I agree with his sister was saying that he doesn't care for nobody else. It's all about him. He's out, he's out for himself. You see, people are like sheep. You're, you're, you're a sheep. That you're just out as a sheep amongst the wolves. And you don't see the bigger picture. Mr. Trump, you know, he cares by himself because, you know, everything is narr narr narrowing. Narrowing down his time is short when it comes to the uh, uh, this whole thing of the debate of who's going to be the next president. Him against, uh, let's see, Joe Biden. And what's going on now that, you know, Donald Trump, the world of America is like, no. No. Donald Trump don't even see he's upsetting a whole lot of people. No, he doesn't see that. So can you trust a man like that of his behavior, of his actions, of himself in the White House as chief executive officer? See, see, um, this whole thing with Donald Trump is trying to nip in the bud when it comes to this coronavirus. But now you understand that the test instruments and test tools are infected with the virus. So they got this new thing coming up supposed to uh, help people that he's authorized. See, I see the whole game plan. I see the whole game plan when it comes to this, this coronavirus. That Donald Trump basically wants to shut down that scene TikTok. Why? Why, why do you want to why do you want to accuse China of all this? No, 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 no. People don't see the bigger picture. People don't see what they need to see. You don't see. You don't see. You see a man in a suit. He been on television, celebrity apprentice, he showed up on WWE. You don't see national security, federal government. You don't see this is all about politics. It's all about control. It's all about money. That's they don't care about you. He don't care about you. So, I mean, Mr. Trump, you know, he's a, this is all an entertainment showdown. That's it. Who, how you look, how you walk, how you dress. This man don't care about nobody. He wrote a book about saying cheating is the way to um, lie, to, to make whatever type of book. See, this man got money. He doesn't care about nobody. He doesn't care about you. He's out for himself, right? See, they say family know family. Your worst enemy is your family because family know all about you. All about you. So people, to me, is people that just don't see. I see what's happening. I see what's coming. I see what's coming. 
technology about to take over. I see the whole change. I see it. I see it. I see what's going to happen. I see. I know what's going on. This virus, like like Dr. Fauci said, is going to be here to the end of the year. Who knows? They don't know. They have doctors trying to save lives. And, and Donald Trump, he knows something, but he's covering up his lies. <laughs> How are you going to tell the world to uh, reach and use homemade items to prevent from getting the coronavirus? Oh, my goodness. He's listening to his team. We're not there to hear what goes on in, in, the, in the boardroom of a meeting, no. Just to keep you calm. I heard of a thing called of a new world, new world order. I just, I see something. And basically, like I said, you blame one country. No, no. This is all about power of leadership of dictation. That's it. Skynet. Artificial intelligence. Look at the NBA game. Look at the it's, it, look at the basketball. You got these people as in the audience on projector on projector screens. It's about to be technology by takeover, like 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 something of the the, the Jeffersons. Mm. <laughs> this is exciting to me. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Why? Because I know. I'm not afraid. What's going on? I know the knowledge of this coronavirus. I know the knowledge of wearing a mask. I know the knowledge of, of, of practicing social distancing. I know the knowledge of that. And I know the knowledge of people. People are not listening. People just want to have a good time, not listening. So this is going to happen. I don't care. Because to me, this is all about life, uh, survival and fitness, all that. Out with the old, in with the new. That's it. That's it. So people need to realize that. Survival of the fittest. Out with the old, in with the new. Population control. That's it. Population control. Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Dre Wise, my name. And here is the commercial. Follow me on my Facebook account where I do live, 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 live exercise. I'm a live doing exercise. I'm live having. Topics, discussions, all that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my Instagram account that is Jarrell Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify for myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Jarrell Lucian number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a called Multitasking, that is, uh, my YouTube channel is Jarrell Lucian, I do exercise, uh, boxing, sparring, all that, overall, on my Facebook Jarrell Lucian, subscribe to that, also, donate, 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 to more, to my cash out, that is Lucian, Real number seven. First, be like this. That's one now is dollar sign. Real number seven. Dollar sign Lucian. Real number seven. Email me. Yeah, email me if you have any questions. Any questions.
and I gladly answer You know, these are strange days indeed when an immunologist, albeit a very good one, becomes a household name. But that's exactly what's happened to Dr. Anthony Fauci. His expertise fighting the coronavirus pandemic has made him a hero to many. Just not his boss, the US president. Talk about shooting the messenger. Donald Trump continually undermines his chief scientific advisor, calling him alarmist and scoffing when he urges caution about reopening the economy. But Dr. Fauci is not worried. Instead, he's getting on with trying to beat COVID-19. And tonight, he's got important news to share about a vaccine and the way Australia is tackling this nightmare. The worst efficacy is in 65 and older. When it comes to understanding and fighting viruses, Dr. Anthony Fauci is the man you want on your side. You don't want to impress people and razzle-dazzle them with your knowledge. You just want them to understand what you're talking about. As the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in Washington, D.C. since 1984, he's been called upon to advise six presidents. I'm working directly on AIDS, both clinically and from a basic science standpoint. When all manner of outbreaks, including HIV, SARS and Ebola, threatened communities. This is a bad virus. When the most threatening of all hit. For a while, life is not going to be the way it used to be in the United States. Dr. Fauci was asked to join the White House Coronavirus Task Force and became the president's de facto public health spokesperson. We are living through an historic situation because I've been asked over the decades, ever since I was a trainee, what's the thing that keeps you up at night, Dr. Fauci? I got to ask that question a hundred times, a thousand times. And the thing that keeps me up at night would be the perfect storm of a respiratory-born illness that's new, that's a virus that's transmitted, one, very, very easily, and two, that has a degree of morbidity and mortality that's serious and significant. That's the perfect storm as far as I'm concerned. And, and unfortunately, right now, we're living through that perfect storm. We've never had that in the last 102 years. Universally, globally, certainly in Australia, all hope is now on a coronavirus vaccine. The hope is that it will be available by the end of this year, or if not, early next year. Is that hope justified? You know, I believe it is. There are, right now, in the United States, three candidates out of six that we're supporting that are in advanced phase three trial, which means the question is being asked directly. Not only is it safe, but does it actually work? Is it effective? The proof of the pudding, obviously, is going to be what the result of the trial is. But those kinds of inklings makes us have some aspirational hope that by the time we get to the end of the year, we'll have a vaccine. Today is a day of hope. 
and Australia needs hope, the world needs hope. As you might know, Australia has partnered up with a vaccine being produced in part by the UK's Oxford University. Do you accept that that is one of the leading global candidates in the, the world of vaccines? That was one of the three I was talking about because the, the candidate that comes out of the UK uh, is now being tested by the British in Brazil and in South Africa. And that vaccine then will be available at the end of the year more universally? You're not going to have immediately hundreds of millions of doses. That's when you have to start making a prioritization of who gets it. You would probably give it to the frontline workers, the health workers, the, the people who are going to be taking care of sick patients, as well as the individuals who are at a greater risk of serious complications from infections. You know, we, we are all hoping for some solution to the, this awful time, but also I think people are quite scared of, of the speed of the promise of this vaccine. Are corners being cut to make these vaccines ready? If you just look and say, well, wait a minute, you said this usually takes a few years and now you did it in a year or less. Did you sacrifice anything that would be troublesome? And the answer, quite frankly, is no. Even though it looks like it's very, very fast, the speed of it is only because of the advances in technology. If a vaccine can be produced, Dr. Fauci, does that mean life goes back to normal? That's a good question. And the answer is, I cannot tell you that right now because it's really going to depend on what the level of efficacy is. I would think as we gradually go into next year with a good vaccine and good public health, after a period of time, that could be a year or two or so, we will gradually get enough protection globally that we will not have to have the kind of very, very strict concerns that we have now. You want. This is Australia, it's free! I do not need a mask. Allegedly lying on their border declaration passes. What crime have I committed? We've seen people, you know, breaching lockdown. We've seen people trying to breach borders. Did you spit or cough on police? We've seen people spitting on police, putting themselves at risk as well as the community. How much faith do you have in people actually using the vaccine if it becomes available and, and proven to be successful? We've learned that if you want the community to accept something that they have concern about, you've got to be extremely truthful and transparent about all the data, which we will be. You know, when you hear things from the federal government, obviously there's always a concern. Are they really giving us the straight scoop? So you've got to embrace and engage people at the community level. While we wait for this elusive and much sought after vaccine, what do you expect the pandemic to do? How, how much better or worse do you expect it to be before then? It is entirely in our hands what will happen. You know, the situation in the United States has been very difficult because as we try to open the economy, in certain states, the cases went up because we didn't do it as strictly as we could have. So you went up to 30,000, 40, 50, 60. There was even one point about a month or so ago, we were having 70,000 cases a day. Dr. Anthony Fauci. That's, that's a foreign name. I don't know what type of name that is, but it sounds kind of like uh, Fauci. Or I think that's like Italian. I don't know. I'm just it. Now, Dr. Fauci is basically 
trying to tell Mr. Uh, Donald Trump, but Donald Trump is not listening. Dr. Fauci is a doctor, and he's basically trying to save lives. But then that Dr. Fauci is a man that studies the medical, which has been for many years to basically help people. But Dr. Fauci, I have a question. Um, do you really, 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 really know the full, 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 full information about this virus? You, you will say, you got, if you got knowledge behind it, you got a little education behind it, you got the, the bio about it. But this really no this virus, Dr. Because this virus hit America, hit the world, hit the whole entire planet. I know this is a secret. But Dr. Fauci, do you know what's going on? Do you know what's going on? What, where are these men planning? No, that's not... That's not your, your field to even tamper with. Because you was hired, and basically was hired to do a job to help people, to find a cure. And you, as the president's right hand, that's supposed to be the right hand man, to as the advisor said, Mr. President, this is how it's supposed to be. If we don't do this, Mr. President, it's going to be a whole outbreak of, of this, this, this pandemic. It's going to get worse. And Mr. President said, well, well, it's, we, 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 we got it under wraps. We got it under wraps, Mr. Doctor. We got it under wraps. We can't be so nice. That's what Donald Trump was saying. We can't be so nice. So, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I see what you're doing, Dr. Fauci. I see what you're doing. But Dr. Fauci, sometimes you have to, uh, sometimes you have to pull away sometimes. What I mean about pull away, sometimes you have to step away. You've done what you have, you've done what you have to do. You tried to convince this man, you still, you still, uh, affiliated with Donald Trump as a advisor, but Donald Trump is not listening. He's not listening. He's not listening. He's not listening. He's not listening. Sometimes you have to, uh, uh, let's see, step away. Because he's not listening to the science, he's not listening to the medical, he's not listening. He's listening to more of political, he's, he's listening to more of his, his people around him. That's what he's listening to. So sometimes you have to step away. Because you told this man he's not listening. He's not, he's not taking, he's not giving it as a full effect of confidence to, let's see, let's see, the, the medical and the science now. No. He's going by his own, own opinion, his own, uh, uh, let's see, his own belief, his own, uh, let's see, logic of understanding this. This is what he wants to have control. He said, I'm president. This is how I'm going to handle it. So sometimes, Dr. Fauci, you have to pull away. Step down and say, you know what, Mr. President? I told you. I told you. Because I, I see what's going on. I see what's going on. The majority of the world doesn't see what's going on because the world today is still like that book says. Until until you uh, know the truth, until the whole world knows the truth, then it's going to be some type of judgment of something, of whatever you've been taught in this religious thing. So I know what's going on. So Dr. Fauci... I think you should just step step away. 
You told this man. And this man is using big words of proper words. Like, I never heard that word. But anyways, uh, Dr. Fauci, I believe you should step away. Just step away. You told this man, this man is not listening. He's listening. What is What, what he sees is only dollar signs. He sees empowerment. He sees uh, uh, dictation. This is a, he's, he's, he's into politics. He's into, into political now. He, that's what he's into. He's not listening. He said, this is what we are going to do. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but this is what we're going to do. So he's not listening to you. So he's not listening to the stats. He listens to his own stats. He listens, he's not listening to the facts of science and medical. He listens to his own facts. That's it. That's that. So sometimes, Dr. Fauci, I would say just step away. People got choices anyways. Everybody got choices anyways. Everybody got choices. Either you, either you walk this way of, let's see, of a guarantee of, let's see, of safety. If you, if you walk this way and do this, and do this guidelines of instructions, and this is going to protect you, this is going to uh, persevere, this is going to preserve your life. Either you go this way or you go that way. That's it. I say, just who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? If you don't wear masks, that's your own ass. That's your choice. Just a choice. If people don't take heed of the message, just fuck it. I would say fuck it. That's what I would say. They're not listening in the first place. You can tell that people are not listening. They want that people are not listening. So I would say just fuck it. <laughs> they would say, well, well, Dre, why are you crazy son of a, you sound mad. No, I don't. I'm sounding more of a logical sense by saying by that this book says free will. If you choose, if, if someone, if your parents said, don't touch that stove, and you go, it's gonna, you're going to burn yourself by touching the stove. Don't touch it. And you do it anyway, what happens? You burn your hand. So this, I would say, fuck it. Dr. Fudge, I would say, fuck it. You told this man, you told this man, you told this man many times. He's not listening. He listened to people that's around him. He listened to people that's basically in position of uh, of political, military, all that. And he's lying. I would say fuck it. Let people do what they do. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's your own ass. Because to me, it's, I think this this virus came about for a so-called purpose that has basically been designed by somewhere in, in the continent somewhere and it's been released somewhere had a piece of their pie. It's been released somewhere. So I'll say fuck it. I will say fuck it. The world is still this this thing of this virus still taking lives by by the millions, by the thousands, by the fifty thousand, by the seventy seventy thousand, millions, ten everybody's people just die because people not listening. So this devil that you've been saying is the coronavirus. So you can't beat this devil because people are not listening. Either you go this way. Like I said, if your mama say, if your dad anybody say, don't touch that, don't do that. This will happen to you. If you go down this road by the warning, don't go this way. If you don't, this is going to happen to you. If you don't follow the guidelines, if you don't follow the structures, go this way. Say fuck it. I would say fuck it. Dr. Fauci, I would say, I would say fuck it. <laughs> These people, people are naturally stupid. People are naturally dumb. We, 
as human beings, we're supposed to be the top of the food chain. But within the top of the food chain, we are the dumbest of the food chain. <laughs> so, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. What up guys, your boy Quake, and just when I thought maybe this beef would end and they could make some great music together or do something great together, nope, that doesn't happen. Rick Ross decides to be petty, and here we go again. But before we get into that, be sure to follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at QuakeGW. A link is in the description below. If you're a hip-hop fan, you know that 50 Cent and Rick Ross do not like each other. They've been beefing since 2009, and honestly, this year, despite all the bad things that have been happening this year, I was expecting the beef between them two to end because of the recent events until now. And what happened recently was that in July of 2020, last month, basically, 50 Cent did a promo run for Pop Smoke's album. He decided to do a couple interviews to promote the album, to talk about Pop Smoke, so on and so forth. He ended up doing an interview on Billboard, and when he did that interview, the interviewer asked, hey, Rick Ross liked your verse on Hater or Love It. He recorded a video reacting to it. Would you ever end the beef between you, know, you and Rick Ross? And then 50 said, you know what? I would actually use his BMF song in my BMF series. I really like that track. Basically extending his arm out to Rick Ross and saying, hey, you know, maybe we can do some business together. Maybe we can end this feud. Now, before I go further into the story, I want to clarify that I believe Rick Ross was actually making fun of 50 Cent's verse on Hater Love It. If you watch the video, you'll see he's like laughing like a troll laugh to the verse, you know, about 50 rapping about his mom kissing another woman, uh, his bike getting stolen. You know, that classic verse from Hater Love It. I feel like Rick Ross was just trolling him, though, that he didn't really like the verse. He was just, you know, clowning the fact that 50 was rapping about those things. At least that's the way I interpreted it. The Billboard interview guy, the way he worded it was that Rick Ross is really becoming, you know, a fan of 50's music or at least was appreciating his music a lot. And then the way he explained it to 50, you know, 50 said he never saw the video. So to him, it seemed like, you know, Rick Ross really liked this song and showed love. But when you actually watch the video, it doesn't seem like that at all. You guys can watch it here and judge for yourselves. I like how that nigga says mama was kissing a girl. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, the song that he did that was dope was, uh, I think I'm Big Meech. Mmm, BMI, I think I'm Big Meech. Harry, yeah. yeah, Harry Hoover. Yeah. At some point, at some point, that has to play in the, the BMF series. So after 50 extended his arm, and basically, from my point of view, it seems like 50's trying to end the beef with Rick Ross, that doesn't happen. Rick Ross decides to be more petty and decides to do more things, and just today, he's done even more. So earlier in August, the same guy that interviewed 50 on Billboard interviewed Rick Ross. So of course, he brought up 50 saying that he would love to use Rick Ross's BMF track 
for his BMF series. And then Rick Ross responded in a very, very petty way. And this just ended everything in terms of trying to end this beef. If Rick Ross would have responded in a more positive way, this could have probably been ended. And Rick Ross and 50 could have made tracks together. Who knows what could have happened. But Rick Ross had to be petty and say this. He could go to mm -hmm. Wingstop and take a picture with a 10-piece lemon pepper. Ooh, and while you at it, and while you at it, tell him to take a picture with the the black bottle and hold it up. And if he do that and post that, I'ma really consider clearing the BMF record for him. And now today, reports came out that Fifty Cent lost his lawsuit when it came to Rick Ross using his in the club beat for his 2015 mixtape, which was Renzel remixes. And he used it in the club beat and 50, you know, went to court, sued him for two million and said, hey, he's using my track. That's trademark. That's copyright. This and that. He ended up losing that officially today. The news article came out on Billboard. Let's go over it. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson has lost another fight in his ongoing legal battle against Rick Ross over the unauthorized sampling of his song in the club after Roberts used the song in his 2015 Renzo remixes mixtape. Jackson sued him for $2 million, claiming trademark infringement and that his rights to privacy were violated. The song was released in 2003 on Jackson's chart top and album, Give Richard I Tryin. Per court papers, he recorded in the club, pursuant to an agreement to his then record label, Shady Records slash Aftermath Records, that specified Jackson owns no copyright interest in, in the club. In addition, Jackson also granted to Shady Aftermath the perpetual and exclusive rights during the term of the recording agreement and a non-exclusive right thereafter to use Jackson's name and likeness for the purpose of trade or for advertising purposes in connection with the marketing and exploitation of phonograph records and covered videos, court papers state. In 2018, a lower court ruled in Robert's favor, finding that since Jackson had signed away his rights to the song as well as his right of the publicity to Shady Aftermath, for the term of their recording agreement, he could not pursue a case against Roberts for using the song. On Wednesday, the U.S. Appeals Court agreed in an 80-page opinion. The Appeals Court found that while Roberts did not obtain permission from Shady Aftermath or from Jackson to include his In the Club remix on the mixtape or to include Jackson's name as a featured artist, that under Jackson's recording agreement, he had surrendered his rights to use the name, performance, and likeness associated with the master recording of In the Club in connection with the advertising and marketing. Because of that, the court ruled Jackson's right of publicity claim is preempted because he cannot assert a tort action based on the rights that he has contractually surrendered. In deciding to uphold that lower court decision, the appeals court ruled Roberts was presumably liable for copyright infringement to Shady Aftermath but not to Jackson. The court also said that Jackson may have the right to either compel Shady Aftermath to sue Roberts for copyright infringement, seeking damages on which Jackson might have been entitled to a royalty or to seek damages from Shady Aftermath for its failure to protect Jackson's rights to royalties by suing Roberts, but he did not have the right to go personally against Roberts. Basically, this is all saying is that 50 Cent does not own the complete rights in the club, that Shady Aftermath should have gotten involved in this lawsuit as well so that, you know, they, you know, because they have more leverage in the record. You know, usually when you sign away your your likeness, um, you own a certain percentage and then the label usually ends up owning more of it. 
and that's what the case is with this. Like Interscope right now could release a 50 Cent Greatest Hits album without 50's permission at all because during the time of 2003 till I believe he left the label in 2013, most of the music that was released under the label is, you know, has the rights, you know, Shady Aftermath has the rights to them and so on and so forth. They're basically saying that if 50 wants to sue him, he needs to get Shady Aftermath involved as well. And it can't just be him personally suing Rick Ross because he'll lose. He doesn't own the full rights to the record. So after this came out, of course, Rick Ross went on his Instagram page and decided to clown 50 Cent for that. He posted quite a few videos. Check them out. Biggest. up high like this and I'm gonna consider that for your little show man but you gotta hold it up right there <laughs> I actually was just given a wonderful idea for the other guy that I want to use or potentially want to use my record BMF for his show What I want you to do is spend a small change. The bottle now has to be a light up bottle. The bottle with the button at the bottom. So when you hold it up, I want it to glow. I want it to glow. The bottle may run you $10 more, dollars, but oh, I'm sure you got that. But um, yeah, but everything else stay the same. Nothing change. Just a glow bottle. So for everybody that's asking, is this a friendship far from? Uh, this is business. Two businessmen possibly conducting business. But I want you guys to be involved. I'm gonna get let you guys have a poll. You pick the bottle. The rose bottle, the black bottle, or the, the gold bottle. You know? Uh, this is a big opportunity for Curtis. Uh, this is the fastest growing um, champagne in the business. Spirits, Luke Bella, Ricky Rose, biggest. Now, most people, when they see that 50 lost this lawsuit and that he lost the Baby Mama case and then he lost the SMS audio case, they'll assume that, you know, 50 just took L's left and right when really that's not the case. If you actually look into everything that happened, 50 Cent actually recouped a lot of his money back and is actually worth quite more or at least around the same he was worth before the bankruptcy that he filed back in 2015. He just recently signed a deal with Stars for $150 million. If F and Vodka sold for $60 million, and I'm sure he has other deals with other companies. ABC, the four life show that he has, is doing good. It got renewed for season two. So 50 is doing perfectly fine. This pre-assumption that 50, you know, after bankruptcy fell off financially. And Rick Ross using that and saying, hey, I'm richer than 50, I got this more than 50, is obviously just trolling. Um, to say that 50 is less now because of his beef with Rick Ross is ridiculous. 50's actually gotten a more platinum song, a more recent platinum song than Rick Ross has. And the funny thing is, is 50 was right. Back in 2017, he said, whenever Rick Ross needs attention, he goes after me. And if you look at his Instagram stories, Right after him tagging 50, he has his song as a promotion right after that, which shows that Rick Ross always leans on 50 to try to get more attention 
for his music. Because let's be honest, when was the last time Rick Ross's music has actually impacted in hip-hop? He dropped Port of Miami 2, which was the follow-up album of his major debut album, uh, and didn't really do anything. No charting songs. The album came and went. So this is just another tactic for Rick Ross to try to get more people to talk about him, to try to get him on blogs. Like this video that I'm making right now is talking about him. So yeah, let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Do you guys think 50's taking an L with this? Do you guys think Rick Ross is doing this? This is how I see it. It's called business. It's called business, not friendship, not pleasure. It's called business. Now rap to me, rap, I love rap. I love, you know, the art of rap. I love the poetry, talking about rap. You know, because basically I can describe rap. Rap is not even considered beautiful. You just got a, a nice beat and you just talking, you just rhyming, you just rhyming, rhyme, 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 rhyme. So understand the music industry of rap. There's a business. Now some say Rick Ross went over a little bit over. Well, to me, you can say that, but I didn't, I didn't see it that way. I see it first off. Rick Ross, he's from Florida, South Florida. Rick Ross, basically as a rapper, is a boss, a black. So Rick Ross, <clears throat> I guess I, I fully understand the story. I understand what's going on. Why Fifty lost? Rick Ross, uh, uh, I guess wanted to wanted to use a particular dab music from that, and Rick Ross. One that is lost. So Rick Ross, to me, I don't think he will overboard. I don't think he will overboard. I think he analyzed 50 Cent's rap. He made a song, Hater or Lover, about he said something about his mom kissing the girl. That sounds like your mom was a you know, it sounds like your mom was a bulldog. Why is your mom kissing on a girl? You know, and then you know that's 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 the woman business. Who cares? Homosexuality, homosexuality been going on for many, many years. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? That's that So then he said, uh, "We quoted 56. Niggas stole my bike." Well, you got a neighborhood bully. You got, you got kids that do stupid shit. You got kids shit. Still, that kid got something that I want. I want to steal that bike. So I don't really take it as I'm going over. I don't really take it as petty. I don't take it. I don't take it. But see, you see, the media, the, the world, social media, it takes it different ways. I don't take it as, as, as I don't take it. As, I take it as a man. Basically, wanted to use that, but Fifty Cent got to realize. Any, see, people got to realize the music business is a business. The artist does not own you. You're just an artist. It's basically like prostitution, selling a piece of pussy as a pimp. Think about it. I dress you up because image sales. I dress you up and I send you out. 
And my business that you sign your name on the dollar line as a contract. That's that. So you got to understand what 50 Cent tried to do, he couldn't do it. Because uh, Aftermath, Shady Records, whatever, owned rights over his music. So you got to understand the industry of rap. But what 50 Cent tried to do, it did not even, it did not even prosper. So he lost. Waste of time. That's what I'm saying. Artists, any artist you see today, being present, present, uh, present, uh, let's see, present, future, past, whatever. They don't own anything. You don't own anything. Because once you come in these record labels like, like, um, Aftermath, Shader Records, Shader Records, Records, uh, uh, Interscope, uh, any record, any record company today is a business. You're just a person that got talent. You got to look. You can sing. You can rap. You can dance. So we want you, and we we we're gonna, we're gonna pay you. But you gotta owe us back. You gotta sign your name on a dollar line. Sell your soul to us. So we own everything. You is just on this face. But under the barcode, we own you. This is our stuff. This is our music. You don't own nothing. That's it. So he lost. Period. He lost. Dr. Dre owned them. Dr. Dre produced all them, all them uh, uh, beats for 50 cents. He owned that. Now, I'm telling you, people just, people are so damn stupid. He's so stupid. So I don't take it as Rick Ross going a little bit over, boy. I this is a business, like Rick Ross said. This is between a, a business. It ain't no, to me, it ain't no beat. It's not a beat. To me, because all honestly, when we talk about Tupac and Biggie, you know, Tupac was, oh, he was very open, he was very social. You smoke, you smoke, come with me. You come with me. And Biggie tried to warn Tupac. Now, that was a beef. But within the beef, it has something to do with business called that top, like Tupac said. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to sell records. This is a business. that A business got out of hand. And it caused whatever. But then the business where you go deep into Death Row, where you go deep into Rufus Records, they don't talk about it. Snoop Dogg may talk about a little glimpse, but they don't talk about it. I, I, see, I know, I see all that what happened, because it's a business. Someone said, I don't like this, I don't like what's going on, I want to walk, Dr. Dre. So, who else walked? Snoop Dogg, Master P, Master P got him. Well, who's left? Uh, let's see, Tupac, money. So, understand, I mean, it's business. So, I mean, how he did it, he did it the boss way. Period. I mean, he made he made comments like like what Fifty Cent said on his best. He Fifty Cent can rap. Now I'm gonna get on Fifty Cent a little bit. He said he said Fifty Cent can rap. Hated to love it. Da da da. My mama, I call my mama kissing on a girl. That sounds like lesbianism. But well, so what? Whatever this woman did, what she did. So what? Niggas stole woke up. Niggas stole my bike. Okay, you got hating ass, jealous, envy little kids that do stupid shit. This is what I'm saying. People don't analyze the situation. When it comes to these damn celebrities, people just gawk, worship these motherfuckers and all these, all this BS. I'm telling you. So what, 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 what he did? He, he, he's applauding himself like you didn't get nothing. You didn't get nothing. That's smart because, oh, honestly, because the, the business, the record label own all 50, 50 Cent's music. That's why 50 Cent got his own thing now called G-Unit so he can be more in control of his music. 
You don't own nothing as an artist. You don't own a goddamn thing as an artist. You don't own anything. You just got your face. That's it. You're like a prostitute. The pimp dress you up and he sits you out on that damn corner and you go get him get him his money. And you go out and pay this, this man what you pay this label back. That's what I'm saying. People are so damn stupid. Just like a damn sheep. I send you out as a sheep amongst the wolves. You can't tell the difference what is a sheep and a wolf. Now 50 said. Now 50 said did say something. That anytime when he do something, Rick Ross end up saying something. Okay, you have jealousy in the damn industry. You have jealousy out here. You got envy out here. What does 50 Cent say? I, I, I understand 50 Cent, his, his, his rap. I understand 50 Cent as an artist. I understand his image. His image is like this. A dope boy. Little, little ass dope boy. Little nigga. Okay, selling dope. Carrying guns. Got shot. Whatever. Party. with holes. Simple shit. Typical shit. A, a, a dope boy. So what 50 Cent got in the game, he told that story. I sold dope, had a little crew around me, got holes, bullshit, bullshit, little nigga shit. Okay, what's the difference? What, what's the difference between him and Rick Ross? Rick Ross demonstrated himself as, as a monster, as a black boss, a boss. Look how he speak, look how he carry himself. It's a difference. So as a little nigga, a little nigga go to jail, work out, build his muscle up, and talk about many men. Wish death upon me, Lord, all that BS. So I, I see that's people so damn stupid. So there's gonna be a little a little jealousy and envy, whatever it be. It's gonna be all top, all round off as. It rounds off as competition. That's it. Competition. I see image of I see image. Just like nowadays. What what's selling right now? Female artists that basically talk about sex. Period. Megan Thee Stallion, what she talking about? Sex, hood, brokenhearted, when niggas call, so I'm going to take your money, cash shit, real shit, bullshit. See, I, I see the image. It's all about entertainment. A show, put on a show, you are a character, you go by some stage name other than your real name on, on television. So Rick Ross, I mean, you would say, well, you, you kind of like, you kind of like taking up for Rick Ross. No, I'm, I'm, just playing, I'm just playing the business part of business. Rick Ross celebrated that you can't get this. You get I, I won. I'm called here at Overboard. What you trying to do, 50 Cent, what you try to do, sir, that you tried to basically sue this man after the fact that someone owned all your music. Dr. Dre all on all your music. Interscope owned all your music. Aftermath after Shady Records own all your music. So what, what rights do you have? Absolutely nothing. That's why you start your own. That's why... Uh, um, when um, Rick Ross, he, he was signed to Def Jam, and he broke away and started what? Made back music. See, people don't have goddamn common sense. No, they don't. So I see that. So he took it's a loss, and there you go. Rick Ross, he, he's a boss. I, I understand image. I understand the image of how you look as a rapper. To me, nowadays, rap is all the same. They talk about the exact same thing. They don't have... They don't have there's no individual difference of style. Everybody's the same. Sound the same. As a character, you you basically portraying yourself. But then you portraying yourself. You you portraying yourself what you did in your own individual life before you made it to the spotlight. Fifty Cent Fifty Cent is more of an image of a character of a as, as a little nigga selling drugs, partying with hoes, fuck hoes, BS. Went to jail, built muscles, whatever BS. Little nigga. 
The guy he talked with, listen to his songs where he made uh, 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 the album called Get Rich, Die Trying. Many men. See? Drugs. Got a crew. Got to be, be around a bunch of women that, you know what I'm saying, basically sack chasers. Okay? Rick Ross. What he talk about? Uh, cartel. We talk about drugs. Blah, 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 blah. He painted him. He he basically started and created an image of a character of himself as a rapper. Period. It's business, man. It's it's business. See, people need to do this. You have to separate business from friendship and pleasure. It's not good to go into business when it comes to family. No, it's not good to go into business when it comes to dealing with a romance. There's no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not even good to be going into business and y'all friends. No, no. That's why a lot of business, that's a lot, a lot of business, businessmen, it, it, it crumbles. And that's like, like what Rick Ross said. He said, he said, this is between two, this is about business, business, business. So the, the world going to take it like BS got, got something to say. It get whoever else clout and more shine and get people talking. That's, what, that's the key thing when it comes to celebrities. To keep you alive, to keep you going, is to have people talking. That's why you could do little stupid shit by saying this. Uh, 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 stupid shit like, like with Kevin Hart. Stupid, just stupid shit. And it goes viral. Jen and Jackson become pregnant. Still get, keep people talking about you. That's it. So you won't fade. Your hard work, what you did, and how you elevate into on this damn television, which is fake as fuck. Excuse my language. Because television is fake. It's not real. <laughs> Not really. So Rick Ross said it. It's about business. You cannot, like I said, you cannot add and you cannot mingle and tingle and add together business with pleasure and friendship. You cannot do it. You you definitely cannot do it when it comes to family. No. So that's that. Follow me on my Facebook account where I do live, 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 live exercise. We're live doing exercise, we're live having topics, discussions, all that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my new Instagram account that is Jarrell Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify for myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my uh, Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Lucian number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a called multitasking. That is uh, my YouTube channel is Jarrell Lucian. I do exercise, uh, boxing, sparring, all that. Overall, Jarrell Lucian. Also, donate, 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 donate. To more to my cash app that is Lucian. Jarrell number seven. First, see like this. That's on that is dollar sign. Jarrell number seven. Dollar sign Jarrell number seven. Email me. Yeah, email me if you have any questions. Any questions. And I gladly answer. If you email me at Jarrell Lucian, that's my Facebook message. Or email me instantly. My email is Lucian Jarrell number seven at gmail.com.
That's why niggas only think of to make it is to sell drugs, to play sports, and basically make music. That's it. You a little, you a little nigga. Because of honesty, you start off, well, this is all key, key and shit in the first place. You get money, you see progress. Then you're supposed to elevate and do away with that and start your own business, but niggas ain't doing it. You got niggas still content doing this for like 20, 10, 30 years, still doing it, and have not elevated what's doing. You a little nigga that you still selling drugs at your mama's house, you still selling drugs at your grandma's house, you still selling drugs at your baby mama's house, and you have not even elevated to the next level. You, you niggas ain't riding around no road no, no, no. You got these bum niggas riding around and beauty and, 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 and these little, these little, these little, you know, beauty and not even a fancy, a new, a new edition of a, a, a Cadillac, you know? You drive around these little and you drive around in these Impalos and these Cavaliers. Come on, man. And if you're still a little nigga at the stage, you do some good. You're a little nigga, you're to 40 years old, 40 years old, that is nothing. You spend money, you blow money on, on your friends, blow on your friends, these hoes, drinking pop bottles. You're a little nigga. You're a little nigga. A little nigga. Little nigga. I mean, you got, you got mobs, this is what the hundred, this is what the nigga got to understand. When it comes to mobs, what was the mob, Italian mob, what, was the, what are the cartels? They are an organized organization of people who do criminal activity. They own a lot of shit. They own a lot of shit. Own, they own everything. Weapons. They make money by selling military records. Weapons. These little dope boys. Little niggas. So the Italians, they got, they got, they got an operation of prostitution, operation of gambling, operation of paying some of the police force to freaking cops. Niggas don't have that. Little niggas. This is, this is what I don't understand. This is why I don't understand. If you go selling drugs, selling drugs, and you go to sport, and you do it for multitudes of time, and you have not even elevated, elevate, you still do it. Little niggas do this. Or party with a whole spin up, party money with a lot of niggas, and just do stupid shit, do it. Little nigga. Just a little ass nigga. See, like I said, if I was if I was selling drugs, and I was selling crack, uh, I had my own supplier, all that. Just me and him, my own family. Me and my, me and my supplier, that's it. I don't need a bunch of these niggas around me in my car. I have this one little shit while you're sitting there hurt that shit. See, when you do it yourself, when you do things undercover on the garden like that, how can how can you get how can you get do this? You never you never when you out in public. You never when you out in public going to stores, you never carry your product on on this I love you all my dope game at night. Myself, that's it. A lot of niggas get robbed. A lot of niggas get robbed because that's it. Like Frank, like 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 uh, Frank Hoover said, you too bright, you too loud. You too loud. You just do too loud. You partying, you hanging out, living in a little small ass town, everybody know everybody. You too loud. You just a little nigga. <laughs> Me personally, if I decided to sell drugs, and I know that all danger, all this, I'm around. So I got to think first. This is what I'm going to do. I know I'm going to get robbed by something. I know I'm going to get caught by something. But how I'm going to be... Five, ten steps ahead of that. 
How am I going to take advantage of it? How, how am I going to be covered from all that? Let's see. Hmm. Myself. Let's see. Who I get my suppliers, my, 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 that, that supplies to from. Who I get my supplies, my supply mail drugs from. Deal with him. Come to his house. But you can't trust that. But if you get scoped out, over, see, see the fans be watching these, these suppliers. Or what, see, it's, it's a tricky, tricky game. But you have to think. You have to think. A cat in the mouth. You got to think. That's why, that's why I keep saying, do everything by yourself. Do everything by yourself. Nowadays, you got these little niggas right now. Got a whole crew of niggas, like 10 niggas. And what you doing? Pop bottles. Holes. Bullshit. 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 Excuse my language. You just a little nigga. You just a little nigga. Selling drugs. One, one is you a little nigga. You selling drugs at your mama's house. You selling drugs at your grandma's house. You selling drugs at your baby mama's house. And you got a trap house somewhere in the hood. <laughs> you drive around in a Buick, drive around in a, in a, in a, in a Cavalier, nigga. You ain't, I'm telling you. You're just a little nigga. You're just a little ass nigga. That's it. It's stages of little niggas. You could be a little nigga in stature, or you could be a little nigga just selling drugs. Niggas not organized. Niggas are not organized. I'm telling you, if I sold drugs, this is how I'm going to map this out. Knowing that I could get, basically get, get robbed, get killed, whatever. But I have to think five steps ahead, ten steps ahead to avoid all that. Let's see. Keep three, two people in my circle. That is my supplier and a woman. That's it. She ain't going to talk. My woman ain't going to talk if I sold drugs. She ain't going to talk. Why? Because I'm taking care of her. And then once I get enough money, then I'm going to stop this BS. Stop this BS and then start my own business of establishment. establishment. That's how you supposed to do it. But see, niggas are stuck in this. Niggas, some niggas are content stuck in this. And not even seeing right. And they get tired of doing it. Get tired of doing it. Get tired of doing it. They're stuck in it. They are so stuck in it. Now you realize, like, I can't, uh-uh. You see, niggas don't think like that. I'm a type of nigga that over, I think. You know, I mean, I, I did stupid things before. And whatever, but I'm looking at what what are these little niggas are these niggas out here called little niggas, little 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 niggas, a little nigga is this in the dope business. You selling drugs out your mama's house. <laughs> you selling drugs out your granny's house. You selling drugs out your baby mama's house. You got a little trap house that you got somewhere in the hood that you paying rent for for like four hundred to five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, a little some raggedy ratchet thing. You spend money on these holes. You carrying little guns. What's up, baby? You carrying little, you carrying little guns, all that. You doing stupid shit, just stupid shit. You make a little, rap, you doing a little rap thing, BS. Just do stupid shit. You just a little nigga. So niggas don't think. If I was a dope dealer, I'm telling you right now. If I was a dope, if I was a dope dealer, I don't know who I know who my things are. I would know who my drug 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 addicts are. I would know who they are. I know who you are. I don't need a bunch of five niggas behind me. Nope, I don't want it. Because one of y'all niggas going to be jealous and envy and going to talk and run your mouth. They have to kill you. To avoid me killing some nigga because he messed up the money or whatever, to avoid it, do it by yourself. Niggas can't do it. Niggas cannot do it. Niggas, can, niggas don't think. Niggas don't think, period. Niggas in general don't got no damn sense. Don't got no sense. That's how I would do it. I would just deal with my supplier. That's it. That's it. That's the only nigga I deal with. It's just my supplier. That's it. Thank you. We, 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 we only have a conversation. We just say, hi, bye, what's up? Thank you very much. I see you. I see you. I see you to pay you my payment. Blah, blah, blah. I deal with one. That's it. Niggas don't think that way. 
Niggas don't think that way. How'd I go? I gotta go. I'm just playing with the little nigga is. Cause you got little niggas out here approaching 40. A little nigga. <laughs> nigga, if you if you selling drugs for like 20, 20, 10, 30 years, nigga, you this is your job, your nine to five job. You ain't you ain't claiming no taxes in return for nigga. You just you use a little nigga. Use <laughs> a little nigga. That's it. I'm gonna talk more of that about on my my Facebook Revolution Live called After Dark. Little nigga. Little nigga. Use a little nigga. That's it. Just a little nigga. So, uh, Dre Wild's my name. And I'm out. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Wear a mask. Practice social distancing. Because this virus is out here. It's going to be here. Because it has to do its job. It's been let out like a junkyard dog. So, peace and farewell.